Welcome, everybody, to No One Likes the Tuna podcast. I'm Daryl Wong. Oh, I'm Nick Nocera. I'm Nick Nocera. <laughs> I'm in a uh, parking lot in Atlanta. Parking lot in Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Have you, are you in the middle, uh, at the end, at the beginning of a drive here? Uh, I just had Eddie B's hot chicken. So recently that my lips are still feeling the effects of it. Uh, so I am in the parking lot of a Hattie B's and um, awaiting the moment that my gut gets busted <laughs> and I have to leave this Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. That sounds yeah. like quite an adventure. <clears throat> it's something. It is something. Have you ever been to Atlanta? I've been one time. It was for a wedding. I can't say that I spent a significant amount of time in the city. I was there for wedding party events and yeah. not enough of everything else. I wouldn't recommend it. No? You're not a fan? I'm not an Atlanta guy. It's, I, I'm not an Atlanta guy. Mm-hmm. And this is like, there's like I, this is no offense to the great people of Atlanta. But it's basically like a giant strip mall, like one <laughs> giant strip mall. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. and I went to like downtown Atlanta today and you're walking around and you're like, oh, there's like nothing. There's like nothing here. Hmm. There's like a bunch of corporate office buildings and like maybe a poke bowl or two. Hmm. It's very corporate oriented. There's a lot hmm. of Coca-Cola here. Uh, uh, and some very good chicken places, but um, yeah, overall, I'm not loving it. Mm-hmm. What do you would you say it's lacking the most? Character. Mm, yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah, Coke's. Yeah, Coca Cola seems good. Are there any Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts down there? They're barely. I've seen one. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get a cup of coffee in the morning here. I'll tell ah. you what. Tough. Tough. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm here for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I did get a chance to watch Tokyo Drift in my car on my phone today. Mm-hmm. Was that tough or was that easier than getting a cup of coffee? Um, easier. Mm-hmm. Easier. Easier. I could do that. Yeah. That I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it was easier, you know. I didn't. Here's the thing about Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. We've been in a posi- we've been in a, a mode lately of like we've circled back around. We're like this movie gets dunked on, and then for a long time, Daryl, you and I sort of def- have defended this movie as maybe like kind of good. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like both of us at the same moment have like flipped back to like this movie's bad. <laughs> and I'm still in that zone. Mm-hmm. This was not a very fun movie to watch. Do you agree or disagree? I was I was a little bit mid on this one today. Yeah. I, yeah. There were some things I actually enjoyed watching. And I think the okay. main I think the main thing is that I think the best driving <laughs> in the franchise might happen in this movie. Oh, okay. Interesting. What because, do you which which driving? So I mean the idea of drifting in general is um, exponentially more exciting than driving in the straight line. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows that, hey, once you start putting cars sideways, 
it looks great and it's yeah. a more fun than um than straight line driving. I think that this movie takes the parking lot and makes it makes the most out of it. And in fact has multiple key races inside of the parking lot. And if you think about parking lots in the rest of the movie series, uh, no good. One comes to mind. Only one real parking lot comes to mind in the rest of the series, right? And which one is that? The one and seven when he fights uh, Shaw too for the like umpteenth time, and then like the drone hits it and they crack, you know? Yeah, cracks in half. That's the parking lot I'm thinking of. Yeah, right, right. So, I mean, I would say there's a little bit of parking lot. I mean, our our least favorite parking lot is really in um, Fast and Furious 6, right? Spinning around in the parking lot. No driving happening, just three face-to-face dialogue conversations. That's our least right. favorite parking lot. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it counts. Like, does Roman's... Um, Derby driving, does that no. count as a parking lot? No. <laughs> does it? But you know what might count as a parking lot? Mm-hmm. Remember in, in one, in the beginning of one, when Paul Walker is like practicing? Yeah. Is he in a parking lot or is he, he in like some sort of race track? <laughs> so he's definitely in, I think he's like the LA Dodgers parking lot. I put that on yeah, my list as well. He's, yeah, he's in a park. He's definitely in a park. Oh, okay. So you got a list in front of you. Let's, let's, what's, in, what else is on the list? Those are the, those are the main ones. Like, Fast okay. Harry's Brian, okay. Too Fast for Roman, <laughs> Dom and Seven is a big stinker. I yeah. mean, does Hobbs like, or does um, Shaw one, does he blow up a parking lot? With all the cops around him? Or is that just like some other type of uh, municipal? That's complex? a construction site. That's right. like a construction site. Yeah, that's not a parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's one in six where where you know they drive through Piccadilly Circus and then they mm-hmm. race and they end up in a parking lot. Right. Okay, hold like on. A, what? We got actually fast five. They have to break yeah. in through um, the police parking lot to get to the safe. That that's true. That's yeah. true. And yeah. I would say, I guess, like for for discerning listeners, uh, we are we are. I think we're we're putting both parking lots and parking garages in the same. In the same, it's a parking facility yes. of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, they also jump into a police parking lot to steal the police cars in that movie too, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. That's true. Outdoor. Hey, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the fast and no fast and furious four, similar thing. You have to go into the impound lot to take the, mm-hmm. uh, stash the Humvee stash the Hummer. That is a parking. That's a real part. That is a real parking lot. <laughs> so there's a good amount of parking lots. in this movie. But is it, <laughs> is that one in six? Do we know? Do we know if that one in six is is a parking lot or is it? It feels like like a dock to me, hmm. like a shipping yard, mm-hmm. you know. But maybe it's a maybe it's a parking lot. Looks I don't know. Like it kind of looks like one. <laughs> I don't know why it's like a shipping yard in my mind, but mm-hmm. we'll have to take a look. We won't take a look, but we should. All right. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty hands down that like <laughs> utilization of that particular type of set is obviously done the best in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially that like the drifting around the winding ramp, like the yeah, it's incredible. The spiral mm-hmm. ramp is incredible. That's like something. That must have blown our little 2006 minds <laughs> when we saw that, right? Yeah. I was spending like a good amount of times, a good amount of time at the movie theater parking lot because I would go to the movies all the time. Yeah. Once in a while, I would show up in a friend's car and there's never parking at those places. So, you know, yeah. spent a lot of time over there. And this was the most exciting version of it. When, when I'm in at the UA Kaufman in Astoria, Queens, Mm-hmm. When you park in that theater, it's like an elevated parking lot. And then when you come out, it's a spiraling ramp down that's like pretty tight. Hmm. So I always try to like ride over it a little bit, be like, <laughs> you know, I don't drift it, but it's like I try to do a little bit. It's so mm-hmm. maybe, maybe dangerous, maybe dangerous. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think like drifting is the best car, this is the best driving in the franchise. I mean, I think if I even compare, like, well, like if we think about what are the best driving scenes in the franchise, what comes to mm-hmm. mind, right? Like, it's definitely not right. the Dubai Tower, like, no, right? It's not, you know, it's not the Braga race, mm, and no. Anytime that there's a flying uh, that GPS race is kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, it's not that. Um I you know what what is it? Is it I mean you're saying it's like this. It's like the drift drifting mountain parking lot uh race through the city, which is a very good driving scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I mean the safe pull in five, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. good driving scene. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that was pretty good. That one is good, but it's definitely not the highway in what is it, Spain? That one's like fun. And I have all. a so- yeah, I've got yeah. a soft spot for it. Yeah, but I would say like anything that has flying cars is it's sort of like out. A, is a low yeah is out. It's a lower tier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm with you. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Why is it my car? My car is beeping at me. Nice. I would say the only thing that comes close, uh-huh. to number two, is driving those black Honda Civics on the freeway under the semi truck. Yeah. I mean, that is obviously very good. The other one, though, is in six, the first ramp racer chase, I think, mm-hmm. is really good, too. Yeah. With those but, beamers, and they're, they're not, Paul Walker's, like, knocking the puck off the edge of the car, and, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of good. That one's kind of good. I think the, yeah, the main thing, though, is that they're driving the, they're driving the black beamers, which are not exciting. Yeah. I kind of like when they go back to do that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I like, I like, I'd rather the, like them all in black beamers of like, we're getting something done. 
mm-hmm. rather than like an orange Lamborghini and like a techno snowmobile kind of crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's get let's get the whatever. Let's have some utility beamers and let's get this job done. And then you sort of get to see everybody's different style because everybody's got the same canvas. Mm-hmm. It's like how they paint with it. Is, oh. You get to see you get to see a little bit, you know, of of each pe- person's character that way. Right. I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, but we're missing obvi- the obviously the best driving scene in the whole series. The scramble from two. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's good. Right. Too fast is good. It's got some good driving in too fast. They've got the uh the yacht send at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they drove into a boat. <laughs> you don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Um you know Channing Tatum audition for this movie oh uh do we know what character you wanted to i am assuming sean Mm -hmm. but that's an assumption i mean he's the right age yeah uh sort of the right level of star at that moment 2006 Mm -hmm. like when's magic mike when does he like or like yeah i guess 21 jumps what's his like big breakout it's one of those like Dear John. Maybe it's Dear John. The um, like. You so know? I watched. I watched Twenty One Jump Street this weekend, just because. Think of popping those assholes. Think of popping those assholes. And I asked. I asked the same question, which is, what was his um, kind of like breakthrough movie? I think he yeah. was in. Um, was it? It was. He was dancing. Was it like you got served or something? An early oh, break dancing step movie. up, step, step up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Step up was it? Because mm-hmm. he was a model, and then he did step up. Yeah, which was two thousand six. Um. So that makes total sense. That like maybe yeah. Are you into Channing Tatum? Are you generally like? Yes or no on the um, Channing Tatum, the feature actor? I'm generally yes on Channing. I you? agree. Oh, yeah. I'm a big yes. Like I said, I yeah. voluntarily watched 21 Jump Street. It was incredible. Yeah. I, within the past like few months here, watched Magic Mike for the first time. Yeah, good movie. Awesome. Awesome yeah, movie. Really good movie. <laughs> like, I'm like, really, it's really good. Yeah. The Some... thing about Channing that I feel like right now is, where you been, my mm-hmm. man? Mm-hmm. What you been doing? Um, isn't he's been hanging out with Zoe Kravitz in New York doing something? You think? Really? Yeah. I mean, there were some pic- some pictures of them recently smooching. He is riding oh. a BMX bike around, and I'm not sure what she's doing. I think they're working on a project. Right now oh, in cool. New York, or at least. A or were they smooching ago. for the project, or were they smooching for for real life? I think they were real life smooching. Yeah, I mean the last real thing that he was the star of was XXL, which is a bad movie, Mike mm. Magic Mike sequel. Mm-hmm. Before that, Jupiter Ascending, which is a which is kind of a good movie, mm-hmm. uh, um, but he's not quite the star. 
And before that, like 22 jump shots. I mean, this is we're talking in, in the 2014, 2015 range. Mm-hmm. And from then on, it's been pretty much cameos. Hateful Eight cameo, Hail Caesar cameo, Lego Batman movie kind of voice cameo. Mm-hmm. Logan Lucky, I guess, is a role, a real role, but that mm-hmm. movie didn't really go anywhere. Kingsman cameo. Uh, yeah, it's like all like, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. all, it's all like just sort of trading on the Channing Tatum thing rather than like acting. Hmm. So, no, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. You can do whatever you want. I just would love to see him again. And I think it, this movie would be better with him in it. I I agree. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd done this instead of step up, hmm. you know, maybe. Yeah. Has, I mean, has he ever been in a Justin Lin movie? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is there's there's no dancing in this movie. There could there should be. <laughs> At least a little bit, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. People should do the Tokyo Drift. <laughs> what if the Tokyo Drift, the Tokyo Drift was like a dance? It was a dance craze. The mm-hmm. Harlem Shake or the Electric Slide, right? Or the Gangnam Tokyo Drift style and Tokyo yeah, Drift. Tokyo Drift. That'd be cool. I'm into it. I'm into it too. Perform- performing at the, uh, you know, the Electric Slide, Tokyo Drift. If 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 anybody uh uh if anybody out there is a YouTuber if you and you want to create the Tokyo drift, the dance craze, go for it. Mm-hmm. You can have that one. That one's for free. You can have it. Um all right. You got anything else on this movie? I'm kind of done talking about this movie. I really didn't like watching it this week. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with this movie. I have a couple of other items to, to chat with you about. We have no, we have business to talk about. Yeah, we do for sure. Yeah. All right, what's on the agenda here? Um, Dune is on my agenda. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's on yours. I yeah, that was I, I put that on there as a follow up from last week. All right. Did you see Dune? I did. So I did an at home watch. Mm, okay. At home watch, no context. I just like knew it was coming. I saw it was available to me. Watched have you it. been clu- had you been clued into any Dune related enterprise in the past before you'd seen this movie? No, I think I uh, I think I started getting some Chalamet through SNL, maybe. But mm-hmm. beyond that, didn't know anything. You hadn't anything. seen the David Lynch movie and you hadn't read the book. No. Okay. All right. You? I'd seen the David Lynch movie, mm-hmm. which is a bad movie. A movie that was important for me in my lifetime in terms of, of like what I ended up doing for a living. Mm-hmm. It was like weirdly like Dune and the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes were the two where I was like, yeah, this rocks. Like I like these sets basically, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but but um, I hadn't read the book um, and people keep talking about, there's a documentary called Jodorowsky's Doom about like a failed attempt to make a Dune movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't seen that. Uh, I watched it on big ass Regal Premium Experience. And then the next day, watched it on my friend's like 65 inch 4K TV at home. 
So I have had both experiences. Mm-hmm. Your opinion of Doom? Uh, I thought it was good. I definitely should have watched it in something bigger and more intense. Like, right. if at the very least, I should have watched it with a high quality sound system. I definitely, yeah. as I was watching it, just the scale was impressive from what I could tell, but could have been a lot better in a larger format. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah. I think I had trouble understanding the like nature of his powers. Is he a psychic? Is he something else? Um, is that something, is that part of the Dune experience? Is that like, I'm not supposed to know what that is, what the magic is. No, I mean, no, kind of. You're not really supposed to know what he's supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't know yet. He Right. He's like a savior of some sort of sort of some sort of messianic figure. Mm-hmm. But like he doesn't quite know what that is. And then like. So therefore, you don't quite know what that is. But mm-hmm. I thought they did a good job of laying out like here's what the voice is. And then mm-hmm. like, here's the voice, you know, or like he has visions and like, I do like that. They were sort of ambiguous. Like are his visions real? Like, are they going to come true or are they visions that are related sort of maybe going to come true or are mm-hmm. they warnings or are they, what are they that I thought was ambiguous and kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited that a movie of like virtually, I mean, I understand it's a remake and I understand it's based on a book, but like talking about it in 2021, it feels like a fresh property, right? It feels like a fresh new invent, especially Denis Villeneuve's like take on it feels really inventive and new and creative and like to have a movie that that feels so fresh to me like be on a big screen in the movie theater with a lot of like money behind it felt good mm-hmm. and i was like this rules <laughs> like cra- like yeah crazy evil space nuns you know and like yeah. <laughs> you know like visions and blue eyes and like the tome you know like conglomerate and s- spice and just like all this weird, I, I'm a big fan of like weird rules that I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. Let's like make some, this is like the ultimate weird rules movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah. Very satisfying in that way. Like you're able to, like me, I have no context whatsoever and they introduce some stuff and I feel like I'm jumping into a story right in the middle, but yeah, you no, know, I sort of get it. It kind of got you there. I, yeah. I felt like this movie walked you through it pretty well. I, definitely caught some things on the second watch through that I hadn't caught on the first, but almost little things like the fact that the, the like Benny Gesserit had been to um, the planet, you know, Arrakis hunt for a number of years, like laying the groundwork of his sort of messianic adventures. Like he was going to arrive at some point in the day mm-hmm. or that they were supposed to have, only like female children because they, they were waiting for, you know, to, this is all sort of part, part of their mecha- mechanics of their plan. And that, I don't know. It's, I just thought 
I, I just thought like it was good. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, it was fresh and good and interesting and like fun and big and like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and the timing yes. of the movie is good. It's a it's a good yeah. use of whatever two and a half hours. But yeah, yeah, like I think our Fast and the Furious movies fall prey to like timing issues, right? And totally not being able to utilize. Uh, negative space or to extend out your really like key emotional scenes and totally. in favor of like you know explosions etc um I, I i totally agree i thought it was really well paced and i thought like i never sort of lost interest in the thing you know it's a weird uh, place to end it but otherwise i thought it was pretty good mm-hmm. yeah so it sounds like they got cleared for a sequel. Should be. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. You know, but the other thing is, is the day and date release. I mean, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. It makes 40 million opening weekend, which is a really respectable number, right? What we've seen in these day and date releases when they release them, the same thing is like everybody who wants to go see it in theaters goes the first weekend. And the second weekend is a massive fucking drop off. Mm hmm. And like, it happened again. That's what mm-hmm. happened with Dune. It's like it was a sixty-two percent drop weekend for the second weekend. It made fifteen million the second weekend. You know, if you open forty, you only really need a two and a half multiplier to get to a hundred million dollars domestic, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie is going to crack a hundred million dollars domestic. Mm. Which is not good in 2021 for a mega blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It's going to do fine. It's going to make its money overseas. It's like, it's all right. And it's, they greenlit the sequel already. Like, thank God. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, I don't, we don't know how the HBO streams factor into the decision making and the sort of revenue that this generates. But I just think, like, you look at something like Eternals, which is our next topic of discussion, maybe. And uh, uh, it makes $171 million opening weekend, which like, because obviously it's like a Marvel property is going to do pretty well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised though, if the drop on Eternals for weekend two is a lot less, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's like exclusively in theaters. And like, if you want to see it, you got to go to the next theater right now. Right. Yeah. Hmm. what's your what's the rest on your what else is on your agenda hmm. um you must have seen vin diesel's um Big invitation time. to the rock yeah um the most passive aggressive thing i've ever <laughs> seen in my entire in my in my entire life uh-huh. So, Daryl, walk us through what Vin did. Yeah. Yeah. Before we even get to the text, so uh, Vin Diesel over uh, Instagram at Vin Diesel posted publicly a an image with a caption, and I want to talk first about the image here. Because, oh yes, please. We need to. Um, it shows an enlarged Vin Diesel standing face to face with a normal sized rock, but. For some reason, yeah. Vin Diesel is extremely distorted to look Huge. 30% larger and taller than he is in real life. So, I mean, who made the image? Do you think it was Vin himself? 
and what is the source material, right? The like Hobbs looks like he's from Fast Five, but in that scene where they would be standing face to face, it's either um, this, is, this is Brazil. This is Brazil, but I guess yes. so. He took out the background for it because that's a nighttime scene, and he's lit. As if yeah, it's I mean they're both lit if it's as if they're daytime, mm-hmm. but it's obviously the Fast Five Hobbs look. Yeah, with the goatee, and, and it's not the like weird like standing um, in the same line but looking in different directions that we see at the at the uh, barbecue. Barbecue. It's not that one because in that scene. Dom is wearing a he's wearing a cutoff mechanics shirt. Yeah. I mean, this has gotta be this is Brazil. Maybe they like pump the brightness or something on it, but like mm-hmm. that's where this is from. Right. For sure. Do, you think, do we think he made it himself? Or is this a I think like his like crafted I feel like his kid, I feel like he was like he was like, you know, whatever his kid's name is like, can you can you can you just make daddy like a little bit bigger? He's like Benjamin. Benjamin, you know, it's like you know, his son's like good with TikToks or something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I bet that's what happened. I bet yeah. that's what happened. He's a um, perfect. His son shows him this like squish. He's like squish stretchy image of him. He's like perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. So let's. I want you to read it though. We, right. we gotta read this thing. It's right. insane. So it's insane. Diesel to any. I don't think. I'm not you sure. Did not ta- t- no. Didn't no tag. tag. No tag. <laughs> of course. There's I'm no tag to right add the rock. Okay. So no. Not um, even on the image. Like it's not tagged. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Open quote. My little brother Dwayne. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast Ten. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they don't send well wishes. And by the time this has come, but wait, send well wishes. But the time has come. But the time has come. Legend awaits. I told you years ago that that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I wrote, I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast finale that is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave, do not leave the, fl- the franchise to die. You've, you have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. All right. So straight up the most passive aggressive <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It also, like, Hobbs, Hobbs can't be played by no other. Like, yeah, dog. <laughs> Are you threatening to do that? Or is like, is anybody, has anybody ever had that conversation? Mm-hmm. No. And, and the other thing is like, I hope you rise to the occasion. It's like, yeah, like sort of buck up and do it. If I was a rock, I would ignore this entirely as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Um, I actually think this actively hurts the chances of a like reunification happening. Not that I really want one. Obviously mm-hmm. we're Tim team Vin, Vin Diesel on this whole thing even mm-hmm. though like we know Finn is like an insane person <laughs> but I don't know I don't know sure like I would want like do we need Hobbs back no we definitely no. do not I mean to me this caption reads as like a further blurring of the lines between Vin Diesel actor and Dominic Toretto character like, yeah he's taken it way too far here because 
Like it's it almost reads as if he doesn't know whether he's Dominic Toretto or Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's like I just think he's like this is like insane. I don't know. If <laughs> I was Vince Publicist, I'd be like, what? It what happened? did you do here? <laughs> Can you imagine getting a phone call? Like Vince Publicist waking up in the morning, like getting the phone call? You're like, did you see what Vin did? Like yeah. he did fucking what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like my uh, thought is he for sure wrote this as Dominic Toretto, not as Vin Diesel actor. I you know, I don't know. Yeah. But I I I yeah. Uncle Dwayne. Uncle I don't know. I don't know. It's like insane. Uh, there's nothing else to I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the fallout is. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's 23,000 comments on it. Twenty, almost, yeah, over 24 now. Yeah. I, I looked. I took a peek at it, and generally the response was positive, from what I could tell. Most but, of them are just familia. Yeah. <laughs> most of them are literally one word that's like family. <laughs> family. That's yeah. most of the response from it. Right. It's like great, yeah, family. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The guy's a nutcase. Anyway, that's all I have to say about it. I agree. I agree. Um, anything else we need to chat business-wise? Um, I just want to talk about Eternals really quickly. Because mm-hmm. this was like a movie I was not pumped for. Uh, I, you know, I see the Marvel stuff. To see, you know, you gotta, I just want to know what's in the world. What's going on? Talked yeah. about it before. This movie's whole marketing campaign was like 10 people standing around in a fucking field. And it's like, why would I be interested in this? Like 10 people who I don't have any idea who they are standing around in a fucking field or like looking wistfully out on a beach. It's like the whole trailer is like that. Um, and like, you don't know what the fuck anybody's talking about or like what anybody's powers are or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, Marvel. Yeah, go ahead. It's the Marvel anti-trailer, right? I mean, for right. for decades now, we've been complaining that they show too much in the trailers as far as the key action sequences. Yeah, that's true. And I don't that's know. True. Is no, maybe you make a good point. You yeah. make a good point. I mean, I was like, like at least Shang Chi, you were like, oh, okay, like there's gonna be some fucking kung fu and like, you know, like cool action sequences and. But this is just like, what is this movie about? So I want to see it like on a whim on Thursday, opening night, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like kind of shocked. I was like, it was, it was definitely again, you know, my affinity for rules. I was like, okay. There's a lot of groundwork we gotta lay. So like mm-hmm. buckle in. Seven thousand right. years ago, there was like this crazy shit in the universe. And then yeah, blah 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 blah. It's like an Angelina Jolie is this kind of person, and Kamel Nugiani is this kind of person. Um but once you it sort of like was good, it was like bonkers, and then like they, I thought they did a really good job of like showing you what everybody's powers were and then like employing those things later mm-hmm. in a time where you like, they really like spent a long time laying the groundwork of like, here's who everybody is. Here's what their powers are. Here's what their history with each other are. And then like, there's payoff at the end for all, almost all of those things. Nice. Um, 
It was really beautiful and it was shot on fucking location in fucking locations, which it was like, thank you, God, mm-hmm. for like not shooting this in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. You know? Uh, and like I thought everybody did a good job. Like Angie is doing good. Game of Thrones guy, he's doing great. Um uh Gemma Chan, who's like kind of the ostensible star of the movie, is really good. Uh and and you know, the, the cast of Barry uh uh Barry Kagan, who's like an Irish actor, who's really, really good. He's one of my favorite dudes right now. Mm-hmm. Um is in it and he he like knocked it out of the park. I just like this is not a world changing movie, but I was shocked at how good a time I had. I was shocked at like how coherent it was and engaging it was. And like, yeah, I, I was, I was like kind of blown away. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I assume this isn't just like a standalone. They're trying to set this up and develop all these other characters. And is this kind of the new, I forgot what they call it. Like the new Marvel, like, we call it like chapter or whatever, or like a phase or whatever. I don't yeah. really know. The yeah. next, the post, I don't know. There's probably people who know this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's people who know this, but like, uh, basically, um, I don't know. The things that have come out post Avengers Endgame are like one Spider Man movie and then a pandemic for like a year and a half, and then. Black there Widow. was like Black Widow, mm-hmm. which I also kind of liked. People I, didn't love. That's okay. I watched um, it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that was cool too. And then like Shang-Chi and then this. And I don't know if I'm missing one, but um, they seem to me so far a little disparate. It sort of feels a little bit like sort of when Marvel was starting up and it was just like all these different movies about different people. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if that's an effect of like when these movies were originally slated to come out, but because of the pandemic, they couldn't, or be, if they're just sort of setting up a bunch of different stories and then we'll converge them later. I don't really care. Yeah. What I care about is like, I paid a ticket to go see Eternals and like, I had a good kind of fucking good time, you know? Good. That's what I care about. So yeah, that's my shit right now. Okay. Um, do you want to wrap this up with a little bit of shout outs? Yeah, you want to shout? Sure. All right. What do you want to shout to? Um, so my sister was visiting this weekend. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. So we had a, an action packed weekend. Um, on Saturday, we did something. Is this going to be bicycle shit? I just, I love yeah. you. I love you and support you. I do. And the shout outs are the moment for us to love and support each other. I'm going to zip my mouth and listen to your bicycle <laughs> shit. This one, in fact, you might be interested in. No, not in participating, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. So we did a uh, charity bicycle scavenger hunt called Brooklyn Cranksgiving on Saturday. Cool. And it was very nice. It's run by like just bicycle community people. Originally, in the past, it was... Um. Yeah, set up more where you would go and collect food from grocery stores, and then do a, like a big food donation. Uh, but with coronavirus and everything, they changed the format a little bit. So mm-hmm. this time it was more photo scavenger hunt with just money donations at certain spots. But we 
kind of accidentally or yeah, accidentally ended up going on a beautiful bike tour of central Brooklyn and yeah, it was very nice. So very just nice by people. a product of doing this activity, basically. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. So we were able to deal with friends, give it a nice run around, and everybody got home in one piece. In one piece, and we had a good time. So good to Brooklyn, hear. yeah. So Brooklyn Cranksgiving is a fun, family friendly bicycle thingamajigger that happens. What around. day was it? Was it Saturday? Yeah. So it was on Saturday. It was before. It was before the marathon. Was, the marathon was just on Sunday, right? Yeah. So we did some marathon activities, too. I mostly was interested in... So I woke up nice and early. Um, the marathon was fun. We, like, I... They do a, like, uh, wheelchair hand cycle race before the elite runners start. So if you can't run the race, you might be able to strap yourself into a three-wheeled... Like oh, like a hand cycle machine, like a bicycle kind of thing. Yeah, like a that's kind of cool. Like a super wheelchair, and they get like a twenty minute head start on the elite runners. Yeah, and just it's pretty cool. So that's pretty awesome. I I I will say though, I'm so fucking glad I was out of town for Marathon Weekend. Marathon Weekend, it's like, it's like, I mean, it, it's like, it's Marathon Weekend and Daylight Savings Time. It's like this weird, like government constructed blood moon event where like everybody loses their <laughs> fucking minds. Like nobody can tell what time it is, and traffic grinds to an absolute standstill all over the city. Yeah. It's the worst weekend of the year by far for me. And uh, I'm just really grateful I was out of town for it. <laughs> good, good. Um, what I'm not grateful for is the thing I need to shout out this week. Mm-hmm. Hertz rental cars. <laughs> I think in the past we might have given a positive shout out to we Hertz have. rental car. But we have. Yeah, they're in the doghouse. They're, the do- they're in the extreme dog. I almost they almost killed me. Oh my god. I almost died. I got to the airport in Atlanta and I got, you know, first it was like, oh, you're a gold member. Go to the gold member station. Oh, the gold member station closed. Go back to the thing. And by the time I got back. You know the thing is like you move quickly through the airport so you can get to the fucking rental car place and be the first one. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. That's just like how the airport works. Right. So it's like, but I got misdirected to like a special counter, but then the special counter was closed. So I had to go back to the regular counter. Fine. I'm happy to go to the regular counter. But by the time I got back, there was like a bunch of people in line. So it was like, oh. it's like, oh. it's like bad start hurts. Yeah. <laughs> then they put me in this giant Dodge Ram. Like gigantic Dodge Ram. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess. I like kind of ordered a Jetta, but like fine. Then the Dodge Ram lost acceleration power on the highway. Ooh. So I couldn't, like the gas pedal didn't work on the highway. Bad. Very bad. Very bad. So then I like put on the hazards. I was able to pull over. I turned the car off. I turned the car on. And I was like, five minutes from my destination. Like, let's just see if we can make it. So we like crawled to the destination. It was okay. But I didn't feel safe driving this thing. Anyway, I get the car towed. I tell them like, bring me another car. They're like, well, we can't do that for like two days. I was like, I gotta have a fucking car, motherfucker. Like, yeah. 
so they're like, we'll lift you to the airport. I was like, all right, I'll take an hour lift back to the airport. Get in another car, which, and take and drive, take an hour drive and like just make it on time for this wedding I was supposed to be at. I mean, it was like crazy. Wow. And then that car's nav system kept fucking out. So then I had to exchange it the next day again. So I've had three cars in three days, none of which have been great. Now I'm in a Kia Sorento. And then I also talk to them. They're like, we can't give you any compensation for your troubles because you prepaid. So like, what? I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? They're like, you have to wait till like the bill is closed and then call and beg them to like be nice and take money off. Like, Ugh. Ugh. uh-uh. Yeah. It's horrible. Wow. Yeah. I'm not into that. I mean, you got to call the gold member hotline. There's got to be something, right? I right? can do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how many more, like how much more time do you have uh, in the Hertz car? Till next Sunday. Wow. That's a lot of, a lot of, yeah, it's like a 10 day rental. It's a really expensive rental. Yeah. So dang. Hopefully I don't have to like talk to them ever again until like this thing's closed and I can like just call the billing people and, and talk to them about it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to like go too crazy. I I was like riling myself up this weekend. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just realized it's not worth it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. not worth it. Just got to let it go a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but I do want to give a little anti-shout out to the hearts thing. They right. didn't nail it this time. Yeah. Anti-shout out in progress, potentially more to add on. For the Maybe end. it'll turn around to be a shout out at the end of this whole thing. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. And you know what I will say? The Kia Sorento, pretty nice. <laughs> Don't hate it. Right. Right. Don't hate it. Okay. So. Well, that's where I'm at. If you don't that's hate this, if you don't hate this podcast, you might <laughs> rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you might also visit us on Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a sweet review; we would really appreciate it. Um, to anybody who contributes to our Patreon, shout out to you guys! Thank you so much. If you are interested in in also joining our Patreon, please do so. Patreon.com slash no one likes to tune a podcast. Or on Instagram at no at Nolt Podcast. At no one likes to tune a podcast. And on Gmail, which we got access to recently, no one likes to tune a podcast at gmail.com. And, and Twitter. And Twitter. At Nolt Podcast. And I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, that's no one likes to tune a podcast. What are we watching next week? Oh, good question. So, in in, in accordance with the making this the worst cycle, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we've done eight, eight, nine, nine, <laughs> three, and next week we will be watching seven. seven We're gonna go three is. seven, three seven. <laughs> Great. Which technically in order. Oh, that's true. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. That sounds all right. Till next time, Nick Nozera. Later, Daryl. I'll talk to you soon. All right.